Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Shadow, we're going to be releasing you later this afternoon. Your wife. She died in the early hours of this morning. An automobile accident. Love you, puppy. I'm a leprechaun. My lucky coin. You are pretending you cannot believe in impossible things. Give me my fucking coin, dead wife. I was killed by a god. Which fucking god? Wednesday. Hustling you. He's a hustler. Hello, Shadow. You're working for Wednesday. Yeah. Kill him. You are on a path from nothing to everything. He does not know our world. I'm easing him in. What's a god? Can we even know they exist? People believe things, which means they're real. So what came first, gods or the people who believed in them? You've done well with me. Now you owe. I'm calling it in. Mr. Wednesday. Overdue. I hear war. Are we are we up? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome back. It's been almost what two years, and Talking American Gods is back. I'm here with Yardley and Kinte. How are you guys both doing? Hey, I'm good. It's nice to be back, and it has been a long time. Has has it I, been two years? Yeah, it damn near feels like it. I know it's been at least a year because, you know, they were going through all that production turmoil. And those were some of the things that uh, we probably discussed on the Facebook group and in the page about people's expectations going into this year. Considering that people like us who are hawkish about information, we know about the turmoil, but I don't think the average person does. And looking at those ratings, it didn't matter if you knew about it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it has been almost two years now. 
that because of the huge production delay and also because uh, it seems like it seems like behind the scenes it wasn't just that they sort of had to uh, fix their showrunner situation but they also had some production issues as well so yeah <clears throat> All right, so I, I just sort of to, to to lead forward because I know Yardley, you have to go soon. I really want to find out what you guys thought about the episode overall. Did you think that it held up to last year's standards, or did it find kind of fall short? Uh, did you want to take this first, Kente? Um, sure, sure. Uh, I would say that this first episode was um was interesting. Uh it it kind of was unbalanced for me like it was kind of like uh cuz i mean the way that it left off was such a really good episode and this episode was kind of like you know it, it was kind of it didn't keep my attention as much as the first season until i i would say about midway is when i really got invested into it and that's you know a lot of times when new seasons start it's usually like that in the first episode but around the mid level, the mid point, that's when it really started kicking in. The thing that I liked a lot about this episode was you had a lot of um, the characters that we only seen in like an episode here and there. They all, they the whole band got b- back together for the first episode, and that was pretty cool. And um, and uh, what's his name, Orlando Williams? Uh, uh, Jones. Jones. Thank you. My bad. He was really good. I, I always enjoy him, man, and he. He, I'm really, I'm glad that he's really showing that he's not just a comedic actor; that he's really good as with the drama as well. So, yeah, not so it was it was good and it had a good ending and um, it wasn't super great, but you know what? We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, for me, it picked up a little bit around the middle, but you know, as you had mentioned, you know, you give Orlando Jones a little bit more to do. You're giving the character of um, it's Laura Moon, uh, more to do. You're giving Mad Sweeney more to do. And we already know that um, Odin is going to have more to do. And guess who doesn't seem to have more to do? Shadow Moon. Right. Uh, I actually, yeah, I, I was actually, in, and granted, when you read the source material, it's not like, I mean, you're basically seeing what's going on through his through his eyes, but he's not a super interesting person. You seem to be more curious about all of the things that he's seeing and the things that are going on around him. But we all know that they have the ability to take certain liberties in the television show, Mm -hmm. uh, which they have, and which was a good thing last year because it was a treat to see more of the character of Laura Moon. But I I just feel like everybody, if you're going to take liberties and change some things, I think that you have to make Shadow a more interesting or a likable character moving forward. And for some reason, um, like in my gut, I think that this is going to be the last season of this show. Yes. You think? Yes. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I just don't, uh, unless you're so-called one of your main characters and one of the characters that you promote the most, I think they have to do a lot more with Ricky Whittle. There are a lot of people who watch the show honestly, just because of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I don't think that they're really doing enough with the character. Now, granted, this is the first episode. Who knows what they have in store? But I don't think that if I don't think that they can maintain him not being the ultimate draw to the show, along with 
um, you know, potentially not improving the numbers. I, I just don't, I just don't know, but doesn't stars, I, I think stars, despite numbers, sometimes they have kind of kept pushing forward with shows because I, I don't know what black sales numbers were, but at best, what do y'all think? It was like around a million people. Well, we yeah, it was actually it was under that uh, in the beginning. Yeah. It was stronger, but it was definitely under that in later seasons. Yeah, so I mean that's my gut feeling, but hopefully it picks up the pace a little bit more, um, you know, as we go along. But I think that the, probably the last twenty minutes or so uh, of this last episode definitely kind of uh, brought me back in. You know, <clears throat> it's funny because we know that uh, just sort of as a side note. Stars actually negotiated, well, the, the production company that is associated with bringing American Gods to the screen negotiated to get more of the American Gods uh, content through the, uh, the, the other story that goes along with American Gods called the Anansi Boys. <clears throat> and so part of the uh, agreement that they kind of came up with was that they were going to use the first two seasons to basically tell the story that is the book American Gods. And then from there, they were supposed to fill it out with the material that would have been uh, the Anansi Boys. Now, I, you're, I don't know anything either, and I doubt that they would announce anything until the end of the season. That's what they also did with uh, a show that I was watching called Counterpart, where they didn't announce anything until the end of the season. And then just before the season finale, they said that they had canceled it for the following year. And that did something similar with ratings. So I don't know, you know, how invested they are in this particular uh, show. But I can say that they have jumped through a lot of hoops to get this thing back on. So I'm, I'm a little curious if maybe they were ready to take a ratings hit it seems possible i i don't i can't say for sure but it seems possible yeah i, I mean and also the absence it just didn't it didn't help i mean this show wasn't on the level of something like game of thrones where it could take a year off and everybody's like but well, we're right back in it you know what i mean yeah. this is the type of show that you need to keep it going to make sure that that audience that you built up uh stays with it and i'm really curious i mean just at how many people are like oh that show's back on so i guess we'll see it and it, it certainly is possible that they could continue to do something a little bit different with uh adaptive materials but i do think that in the eight episodes the seven now that are left there's plenty of time to tell the the rest of the story that is american gods if they do it if they do it well enough, I think they could. I do think that this episode was a little bit slow, um, but I also think that that was, that they had to be slow because there was too much to bring people back into. And I don't think that if they had started uh, with something really strong and didn't have some lead up, uh, that it would have felt okay. I That's just my opinion. I, I, I sort of don't think that it would have, been a really wise choice uh, for anybody to start this this season with a lot of ramped up uh, story involved because people, number one, they need to get eased back into it. But number two, I think the other aspect to this is that the American God story is not, it's not a huge story. I mean, it's, you know, it's a good sized book, but it's not a huge rambling thing. And so 
there's a lot that sort of happened in the previous season where we had the coming to America stories, where we had sort of the vignettes of stuff that was happening almost on the sidelines. And here we just basically had all story. So maybe it felt a little unbalanced, like you said. Yep, I can dig it. So totally agree. So just in terms of, of where things were from last year and where things are to this year, do you think the production values have it does everything look good or what do you think about that? <laughs> you know what I, that was something that I really paid attention to. Definitely the show as a whole has a different feel. It and just does. like you were saying, without those vignettes, I think that that was part of it. But you could tell that there were certain things as far as um, some of the ways that they shoot things and some of the effects, they were reminiscent of what happened last year. But it's almost like they were doing some of those things in this episode to kind of remind us that it's kind of the same, <laughs> that it's kind of the same show. I don't even know how to really explain it, but it just felt kind of off. And I, and I think that um, if you were a person that didn't watch the last season, and let's just say you didn't catch the very beginning of the show, I, I could see someone tuning in and being kind of curious based off of some of the production, but I don't know if a new person who had not previously seen the series could have gotten through the first 30 minutes without turning it. So I, I just kind of, I mean, I like the show and I damn near felt like turning it the first, you know, saying the first 20, uh, 20 minutes or so. Well, we know that the big, that we know that the big reason that they stopped doing, uh, that they stopped doing, we know the basic reason that, uh, that there was the big exodus from American gods had to do with money and the production costs that basically American gods was creating for them. So by getting rid of the uh, coming to America pieces and sort of the side stuff, that's where it seems like they decided to save all their money. But that I feel like was also one of the reasons that American gods was so good because it did address this stuff in a way that was so atypical. And we also know that Brian Fuller is still on as creative consultant. So at least for this season, he was. So there, I can see that there are some influences that are so Brian Fuller. I mean, there was the, yeah. the part with the fortune teller and the whole watching the gear stuff happen. And then there was the, the gun the, the, scene. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I definitely have to say, you know, I agree with you about the production stuff and they were talking about saving money, but with all of the stuff that they had to do and reshoot, they ended up spending that money anyway. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it really, at this point, it doesn't matter. You know, it just, you know, for the life of me, it's like, just go ahead and invest invest in this thing and it could be something big so for me when they take money away and it hinders the product but then you have all of these issues over a year and then you pretty much end up spending a ton of money anyway it just seems you know just seems kind of backwards i i i actually sort of think that they may give it a third season just because of what you just said because they have already invested so much time and energy into this thing that it almost feels like they would sort of be 
shooting their own foot if they didn't give it a third season. Now, I, I don't know exactly how that might look or what it would look like to stars, but it seems like stars doesn't have a really good handle on uh, second into third season in any form it i mean most stars series seem to take a two series or a, i'm sorry a two season approach unless you're something big like power or um it, the the really big ones that we know that are on stars however having said that i will say that it did feel to me like there was a pretty conscientious effort to at least keep up the show continuity agreed yeah and you know, before I dive out of here, because I pretty much have to um, go after this. Well, what I, I saw something in the in your show notes here, Jen, about um, ah, where is it at? Of course, I can't find it now. Um, oh my gosh! All right, well, do and this is for you and Kente. As far as the show moving forward, you know, I I read the book, Jen. You read the book, and Kente, you still haven't had an opportunity to read it. No, not yet. Okay. Um, do you feel like this season is a season that they might take a little bit more chances, kind of expanding out from the source material and getting into? We we already have a decent amount of characters. You know, we've got the main crew of, of about four people or whatever. But then they're introducing all of these gods, and you know, there's going to have to be some type of a war, so to speak. Do you think that they're going to spend more time this season? Um, letting us get a little bit more familiar with some of the gods that we were introduced to in the first in the first episode. It, I personally do. I think that that was the point behind Mr. Nancy's speech in Wednesday's head. Um, I think that was the introduction to uh, we're going to show you some we're going to show you something different than the coming to America stories. I don't know what that was going to look like, but that's what it felt like they were leading up to. Otherwise, I can't imagine why that little piece would be in there it didn't it felt so patched in so i I do personally think that that's sort of where they're headed also the other thing is the story itself the american god story even though the story is about the war without context which is something that you really only get from reading it is really i think difficult for the viewer to understand what is really happening if you don't really show what's happening with the other gods and how it interplays in the world right I mean, that's part of the joy of the source material. Yep, true that. I definitely, definitely agreed. Well, before I get out of here, I definitely look forward to seeing what the next episode has in the store. I mean, it. I have a feeling that it is going to get kicked up, uh, kicked up a notch in the next few episodes to really get the diehards and uh, you know folks like us who like the cast and um, talk about it on uh, on social media. <coughs> I think that they're going to step their game up and, you know, it's, it's the first episode. So I always give people a little bit of slack because usually the first episodes are like the who, what, when, why, you know, placement episodes. They kind of want to remind you of what happened and they want to let you know where everybody's at and it's the launching right. point for, you know, what's going to come. So I, I do look forward to it. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what's going on. It's just for me and my initial thoughts. I was kind of saddened that, um, I didn't get any hint that they were going to kind of, you know, push Shadow out to the front a little bit more. However, all of the other characters getting their shine, I really do appreciate it because I like all those other characters. It would be a different thing <coughs> if Moon and Sweeney and all of them were 
were pretty weak and they felt out of place. It's just the fact that I like all of those characters. I don't mind, but seeing has his face is one of the biggest ones in the promotions. Uh, I think they got to give him something. Yeah, I do too. I Me too. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but all right, y'all, I will, uh, I'll definitely be excited to talk about ex- episode two next week. All right, man. Looking Sounds forward good. to it. All right. Um, so I, I wanted to, uh, before we continue on, I just wanted to bring up, uh, um, Crispin Glover. Um, Crispin Glover, uh, who plays, um, Mr. World. That guy, first of all, that guy is a very good actor. He's a, he uh, is. he's an amazing actor. And I've seen him in good stuff. I've seen him in great stuff. I've seen him in terrible stuff. And he's always very good, no matter what he's in. And he brings, he's one of those actors that brings credibility to whatever he's in, you know, whether it's over the top or crazy or whatever. And every scene that he's in, he's like, he's, he's one of those scene stealing actors. Uh, he's just outstanding. Uh, and I, I'm so glad that he's, that uh, he was cast as this part. And it, it's just, especially going against Wednesday, uh, Ian McShane, you know, he definitely is a great and worthy adversary. And I just wanted to point that out before we continued on. Uh, uh, what a great performance he he's, uh, has in this. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think uh, one of the things, in fact, you know, we just watched Crispin Glover in uh, a little... Uh, movie from a long time ago called uh, Willard with all the rats. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know it was crazy, but it, it was so. I couldn't crazy. watch it. So it, it, his performance is what makes that movie work. Without him, I, it would just be a story about rats. It was not. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's him that is so compelling. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Also, the one thing about Mr. World that I really like that Crispin Glover brings to the screen is he has this commanding sense of presence without having to say very much. Mm-hmm. And you never find Mr. World really launching into any kind of long discussion. And yet he gets his point across so effectively. So in that sense, he's, I think that Mr. World is written really well. I definitely get that feeling. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, something something else about the Mr. World situation, which uh, was a little, uh, it, it sparked some interest in me, is, so we don't know from last season to this season why media is missing. Right. But so important is media to Mr. World's uh, war, or I don't even think Mr. World thinks it's actually a war. I think he thinks it's like a, a rebellion or something. Um, but so important is media to what are you his willing- plan that it, it 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 felt to me like what Mr. World was saying was that that basically media was like the god that he created, like. Media is, I can't do this without media because media is my right hand God. Right. That, that seemed really uh, important and, and effective that the world can't exist without media. Wow. That's was, it just seemed pretty big. And very telling because, um, the, uh, because you can make an argument that you know, we don't like I, I, I say this all the time and we don't get upset about anything until the media tells us to. 
Yes. Right? Think about it like this. Kids yes. are snatched all the time. Right? And normally when yep. we just he- happen to hear about something, we go, oh, that's sad. But when the media focuses on a case about a snatch kid, just using that for an example, then all of a sudden we're extra sad. And you know what I'm saying? So when the media yep. gives that push, it affects how most people are. So I, I like that, you know, that they, that, um, what you're talking about is about how, it, you know, uh, the absence of media. Do you think it's just purely that she wasn't unavailable? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's about the actress, Gillian Anderson. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's what happened. Now, we know that media has been recast, so we know that there is a media, but I think Oh, I didn't know that. She was recast? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Media was recast uh, quite some time ago. New uh, media. In- oh, I'm looking at it now. It's an Asian lady. Oh, but I she's think, very pretty, too. See, I, I think that what happened, though, or the way that they wanted to sort of segue this is if media was missing then out of the war situation, so out of touch with Mr. World, what it does is it allows for the ramping up of the two sides without having kind of the heavy hitters be uh, involved right away. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's one of the reasons that I think that at the end of the episode that Shadow Moon was kidnapped. <coughs> I feel mm-hmm. like he was kidnapped because the, what they're trying to do is, is, uh, is take the heavy hitters out of the story a little bit, which is one of the things that Yardley was saying with you know needing to have more Rick, uh, Ricky Whittle involved. Mm-hmm. It, I think that that was, I don't want to say it was intentional, like it was intentional to the point that, oh, we don't want to focus on these guys. I think it was story intentional to sort of protract just a little bit what is what is going to be something really big between them all. And the only way to do that is to pull the big heavy hitters out. You have to give the time, the sides, both sides, you have to give them a chance to um, sort of group together and form their own alliances. And if you immediately have everybody at your disposal, media is instant. Media is, you know, snap your fingers and televisions and the internet and a thousand different processes can begin to churn out your message. If media was available right away, that would sort of give them an unfair advantage, right? You know what I'm saying? No, it makes perfect sense what you're saying. And I actually, I very much agree with what you're saying. So, um, so, uh, well, we'll, uh we'll see though. Because because it could be something. I mean, they. I don't know what they decided to write into the story. So, they have already done a pretty good job of uh, of writing brand new stuff in, which feels really good. Yeah. I mean, well, you know who was involved in this uh, um, this episode? Neil. Yeah, he actually was uh, credited as yep. one of the writers. Yes. Yeah. So I'm so, assume that he and, agrees with this episode <laughs> well and well and I, you know i i think it almost takes neil to do the house on the rock uh, the in the right way because the introduction to this is so important right the in the book uh house on the rock is it really is uh i i can't remember how mr wednesday describes it but it, it's a spiritual center and he they sort of hint at that with you know places where people gather sort of build energy of their own and they kind of become places of worship without even people trying 
that's kind of what they get at in the book that the house on the rock is just it's one of those places where stuff happens because there's so much energy around so it's kind of that's i felt like that was actually kind of cool mm-hmm. so this is I, straight I, from the book uh basically i mean that's where they all go they all go to house on the rock and that's where they kind of form the the sides if you will the easter thing was a little the, to me, that felt ham-handed, right? You ran over her bunnies, so Easter isn't coming. I mean, Easter didn't feel petty to me in the last... Uh, that just, I don't know, that seemed kind of not right. But maybe they were trying to make that jokingly, I don't know. It just didn't seem like that was the right way to go with that. Mm. If anything, if anything, what they should have said is, you know, look, Easter just caused a massive blight. And th- so now as a goddess she would have sort of have to be in the center of what's going on uh, if she's not in the center who controls it i mean mm. there's there there's some there's some things that didn't quite add up they they were good enough but if you were really following from last season they didn't exactly the math didn't quite work in the story did it take and, you out of it no, it didn't take me out of it as much as it just made me aware that, you know, oh yeah, there's going to definitely be some transition to sort of, uh, to kind of work through. My, you know, my, my actually, my one concern with this season is, has nothing to do with how they presented this particular episode. It has to do with the way that they ended the last episode, which is which is basically they are they're setting themselves up so that okay here's this is what we have to do everybody knows that there are sides being drawn um and then they put laura and mad sweeney into that and i have to say i it there's something about that that seems like if they don't expand on the source material that's going to really interfere with a lot of things that are supposed to happen Mm. So, like, I, I don't know. I guess we'll just see what happens. Mm. Over Overall, I think it was... Overall, I think that this episode was actually as well done as it could have been. Faced with all the constraints, all of the obstacles, all of the different writers, all of the people leaving the project and other people coming in. I feel like it was as good as it could have been for a first episode of an almost failed series. Ooh, that's some Maybe strong that's words right there. Almost there, failed. I it mean, was almost failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but still though, I mean, it still kind of hurts when you when you say hear you say that. <laughs> so you know, I, okay, I got a question for you. Okay. Okay, so Yardley hinted, or directly actually accused, basically, the show of not pulling Shadow uh, into the limelight so much. But I don't know if that's really true. Okay. Because when when I watched the episode, the strongest memory that I have of the episode is actually Shadow's speech to Wednesday, to all the gods, about why Shadow believes Wednesday and why the rest of the gods needed to step up and give people a reason to believe in them. And I don't know if that means, I don't know if that just means that that was a really strong piece of acting 
or whether sort of the whole lead up to what Shadow was supposed to sort of be there for was not extremely effective. Effective so much that there didn't need to be a whole lot more Shadow interaction because that was sort of the point of, of his presence in that episode. Well, like, I mean, without, without turning Shadow into a god, it is really difficult to see how anybody could look at Shadow and say, well, okay, it, he, here in Wednesday's mind, he's supposed to be super important. He's, he's supposed to just be Wednesday's guy, right? Right. And he's addressing all of these gods, and somehow he has the force of personality, not just to capture their attention, but basically scold them that people don't have a reason to believe them anymore and encourage them to ha go out there and get people to believe in you again. I mean, that, that, I feel like that was really strong, not weak at all. I mean, I totally agree with Yardley. Um, one reason I felt like that in the first season as well, like he's the weirdest, one of the weirdest, um, heroes or main characters in the TV show. Um, well, for sure. it's very, very different, <laughs> you know, than what you're, you're uh, used to seeing or whatnot. Um, yeah, he's incredibly complicated. Right. So what I'm saying is, I feel like, I don't know, man. It's like, he's the lead, right? But he doesn't always feel like the lead. He feels secondary. And I think there's so much. Like, is he really the lead, though? Is that that's really how you see it? Because I don't. Well, no, I mean, you're right. It's really I, I Wednesday, if anything. I, I don't think that either. I don't think that there is a lead in American Gods. I I think the story centers around Wednesday and Shadow. And that is the dynamic relationship that carries us through the book. And mm -hmm. we and Yardley's right. In the book, we see everything through Shadow's eyes. So it's a little... Sometimes it can feel a little out of time and place the way that they show stuff in the show. But, but overall... I don't think we're actually supposed to feel like any one person is the lead. It's not the story of Shadow. It's the story of the American gods. Right. As seen by Shadow. As experienced by Shadow. Well, I agree. He's definitely not the lead uh, uh, in the show. But he's... I don't know, man. It, it, I think maybe it's a character that works better in the book than it does on the TV show. Because it, yeah. it's like, you know, we're used to a TV show where there's a main character and, you know, even an ensemble, you know, even, you know, um, and it feels at times like we're supposed to believe he's the main thrust of it, but other times not. I don't know. It's, it's like... It's like, what is there to get excited about Shadow's character? You know, like... Well, you, mm -hmm. well, you don't know. Yeah, see, that, see, that is... Uh, wow, see, that is... I, I, I honestly, 
I have the same issue with American Gods that I sometimes have with The Walking Dead in that you know how it's supposed to go. You also know that it's been adapted in a certain way. And so it can sometimes be anything goes. But in American Gods, Shadow plays a very... It's not just a crucial role. Shadow plays a central role post sort of the House on the Rock or mid house on the rock going forward and that central role is something that he never could have accomplished uh or been he couldn't there isn't any way that he could have been okay as a character doing that stuff if if all of the other stuff and all of the other doubt hadn't happened to begin with you know what he feels like to me oh go ahead i I was just gonna say which which you're right in in a book context makes sense because obviously you know we get thoughts we get perceptions we get uh we get notices that you don't get inside of a tv series so yeah i mean i I agree it's it's much harder to decode it probably should be told with an inner monologue of him or something kind of like that show you in a way oh god where you're where you're always like hmm this is very weird. I'm around these gods. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only I'm only kidding. You know what? Kind of. I'm hoping this doesn't turn out like um, a show that I love. I, you hear hear me talk about a lot. Lost. I hope he's not like John Locke, where you know we're thinking he's like this great. He has this. You know, he's in for all this wonderful, great stuff, and then you just find out he was just a, a, a tool. <laughs> that was used, you know, like at the end, he wasn't all that awesome. He was just, uh, basically, uh, a pawn in, you know, uh, in, you know, a game that people were playing, you know, I don't, I really don't think that's where this is going. You, but do you understand why I, someone who hasn't read the book can I be do. concerned? I do. Like, is this, is it, are we going to find out in the end that he was just, upon that Wednesday and Mr. Worrell, you know, that's all his function was. All right. So, uh, so I'm going to point to two things that happened in this episode to mm-hmm. sort of maybe allay that just a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, one shadow somehow rode the carousel. First of all, shadow. Uh-huh. Had wait, wait, that's I'm going to answer every, when you say one thing, I'm going to say something. So, all right. So say the first one. Okay. So first thing is shadow had a fortune. Okay. Locke um, was in a wheelchair, and when he got to the island, he could walk. Okay, next. Well, wait a minute. The, hold on. Uh, if we're actually going to do direct correlations, though, the the him having the coin to go get a fortune was important. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let that go for right now. Okay. The second thing is, uh, Shadow got on the carousel, and somehow. Riding the carousel brought him into Wednesday's mind. Locke saw Jacob in the cabin. <laughs> but that, but that wasn't supernatural. Yeah, no well, one else seen I him. Mean, that was, yeah, yeah. That that was not. I I feel like we're comparing apples and oranges. No, what I'm saying is, my, my, you know what I'm really saying is. Yeah, right. I, I think I, I know what you're saying, and, and I don't want to spoil what may happen here. No, but I'm talking about just what I'm series. saying. What am I saying? You're saying that 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 the that the things that are happening to Shadow could just as easily be 
the, the, the tools that basically will prove to be nothingness because he isn't anything. Right. And, and yet, I, without spoiling what may happen at the end of the, or toward the end of the series, or toward the end of this wrap-up of the, the, this part of the story, it, that, that can't be. It just, it can't. Okay. Uh, and, and, and okay, so now again, I'm going to go back. Well, you can see why I would think that, though. I, I mean, I, I sort of, and yet at the same time, sort of or, not. Or not that I think it, that I'm afraid that it would go that way. If I feel like if anybody is would turn out that way, it would be uh, it would be Laura or uh, or even Mad Sweeney. Oh, okay. You know, the, the, like I, I feel like if if that was go- the the thing that was going to happen then one of them would probably be a more likely uh, piece. Like, you know, if, if Laura was just... Uh, th- th- there's, there's so many moving parts to what has happened so far that it, it seems difficult to make uh, real concrete choices about what may or may not happen to them in the future. But I think that everything that we've seen so far, and I mean, it's not like just because we have new writers and, uh, and you know, a new direction for the show to go in production-wise, it's not like the rest of the story didn't matter. I mean, clearly they're building on what happened last season. So everything that happened last season happened for a really good reason. Nothing was accidental. Okay. And... And that, so, I mean, I can say that with a surety without poisoning, you know, sort of the well of what may or may not happen in the future. What I, what, the other thing, though, that I also think is really important is to remember that Shadow is being embraced. Oh, I know. The, the, the one that, that really got my attention was Billquist got her fortune and then looked at Shadow. Now, why would a god's fortune involve Shadow? Uh, I mean, possibly Mr. Wednesday's, but why would they quest? That, the, clearly there's something else that is bubbling underneath the, 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 the main story. And that seems pretty important. So, you... yeah, I mean, so what do you think? Well, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what happened in that particular piece but what i what i think is they're setting up for is he's far more interconnected with the gods than we understand right now the, like the, this isn't happenstance it's not happenstance that he that that he is able to uh, do the things that he's able to do. It's just, it's not happenstance. It's not happenstance that Shadow was able to make it snow. Right. I know that seems like a really long time ago, but it's important. And none of these things happen in a disconnected way. So the reason we keep getting told the story over and over and over again about the, the gods came to America because people brought them with them People believed in them. Who believes in Shadow? The gods. Uh, well, I don't know if the gods actually believe in Shadow. I think Mr. Wednesday does. Right. But, right. The, but the one who believes in Shadow the most is dead. 
Right, right. That's right. And and it's no accident to me that Shadow's fortune involves lucky with dead. I mean, that didn't, again, that didn't happen by accident. That was definitely written very clearly into Shadow's character as an important function. And so when you take a step back from it, you look at what, how, how involved people are in Shadow's fate and what that might mean. And, you know, you come up, you come up with an awful lot of uh, mysterious happenstances that feel very uh disconnected but connected i know that that is sort of not doesn't make sense but honestly it to me it feels like they are setting shadow up and i know that they're they have to set him up in some ways to be so much more interconnected with the stories that we are hearing we don't understand how it's going to happen yet because that's part of the unfolding that's part of that's part of the story about what makes a god a god. And so we're seeing it in real time. Does that, do you see what I'm saying? No, I see it. I, I see what you're saying, and I actually agree with you. Um, you know, it's just that I really, um, I just want to know, like, where, I, I, I maybe it's just that I, I want to know where we're going. I mean, I mean not that I want to know or be spoiled, but I'm just hoping that everything goes you know in a way where it's going to end up being satisfying i just have this feeling like it may not be well uh, uh, so the, the story of american gods uh, i mean obviously i know we've said this a lot but the story of american gods is the story of how the gods came to america and right. how they exist here still right, right. and so and it, it's so it, it is the war between the old gods and the new gods but the real story, the, the meta story underneath it is there are still gods, whether we choose to understand how we believe in them or not, or if we, how we choose to ritualize things and turn that into belief and turn that into the power of quote unquote prayer, you know, how we come up with our satisfaction in, in spiritual natures, it has everything to do with who, what and how we surround ourselves with different ideas different functions and so the if if the idea of american gods is how gods are born how they're raised how we cultivate that then the story of shadow feels very much like a parallel to that in particular do you know what i'm saying no no i hear you i hear you um i don't know we, we we're gonna have to uh so his importance then by proxy would be sort of not uh -huh. negotiable. Okay. I hey I'm that makes that gives me more um hope that uh you know, cuz like when you start this is this is my thing. When you start turning, you know, over the uh the uh you know, who's going to be on the show as far as the uh the the um you know the um I'm sorry the the uh executive producers and the writers and then you hear that they're not gonna spend but so much money it does give you this kind of like oh shoot you know so yeah but the story hopefully that they that, you know that they'll stick to their guns as far as telling that story that we can all get behind you know what I mean 
So, I, uh-huh. I, I, I do know what you mean, and I think, I think as viewers, if we're patient, and I do think there needs to be a bit of patience, uh-huh. um, that, that it will be satisfying, simply because unfolding the story, in this particular sense, uh-huh. is honestly satisfying. It, it there is a, a there is an ending that is not it's you know nothing as in most good stories nothing is sort of like neatly wrapped with a bow but it's a good ending it it it, it feels strong so mm-hmm. if that's where they're going then i think you're in good shape okay well that makes me feel good you know like it makes me feel like uh that uh all right i that I'm, i can get in for the ride and everything you know what i mean I, I, I do think, you know, just in terms of going back to the ratings again, that, uh-huh. that, that, that there's, there is a, a hesitancy, and I feel it myself, uh-huh. especially because stars, and let's face it, almost all the other networks have been canceling shows that are not out-of-the-gate blockbuster uh, ratings. Uh-huh. and. It, it feels, I realize that there's a lot of competition, but as a participant of someone who watches things over a course of seasons, it, it makes you very gun-shy to become invested in a story and want to tune in every single week to uh, to a series that you don't feel like maybe has a chance because I mean I've heard this said as almost a verb well I'll binge it another time because it probably isn't going to get through more than two series or two seasons I'll binge it another time because you know uh, the, the seasons are I always hear that when the seasons are short people wait to get all the episodes together and just watch them all in one day right it, so if the so if the big networks if the big cable shows the premium show or the premium channels at least if they want people to be invested in their content then they have to step this up somehow and they're not going to do it by what they're doing here they're not going to do it by uh they didn't even they really didn't even blitz the media with american gods not until, at all yeah so i mean if if anybody is thinking that they've got small numbers, I think that's pro. I'm amazed that the numbers were as high as they were because they weren't that far off from the end of last season. I mean, it wasn't an insane amount that they were off. Does this does this show do you believe have a um, have a uh, fan base? Oh, as witnessed by the the amount of viewership that they got this Sunday, absolutely. It's it's interesting now, though. Of course, I mean, not to veer too far off topic, but mm-hmm. it is very interesting because now all of the platforms all have streaming services, and so if you pay for a separate channel on Amazon or pay for uh, Stars on Demand, you know, on your Stars Play or HBO on Demand and those kinds of things, you can watch at your leisure. But they're recording every click. They're recording every hour that you watch. They know what people are putting into this. So viewership is one thing, but then there's content media platforms that we don't see numbers for. 
So we don't know if people are streaming uh, more, you know, based on the on-demand apps, based on the Amazon channels or whatever. We don't know that stuff. Right. All we and they, do they, keep, is they don't make, really tell you either. No. And, but they know. Right. They know. And, and they know repeat content as well. So they know when somebody comes back and watches things again and again. What they, what they can't tell you is, and what they don't tell you, is how they are weighting each one. Because is the weight more what viewership was? Which that seems to be the important part. But it, you'd think if that was the important part that they would have media blitzed it. That it would have been everywhere for a while. Yeah, and it really wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's really, yeah. It's kind of frustrating though because, um, you know, like uh, you want to get invested but then there's it's like certain things that are making you go am I you know should I but you know what they gave it two seasons so I think we should look at that as a win you know definitely and like I said at the very beginning that I think that within two seasons you really can tell the story that is the book story of American Gods pretty well you may not get everything but they could tell it pretty well mm-hmm. well I'm hey I'm on board I'm, you know, I'm right there with you with it, so, you know. Well, you know, let me ask you a quick question. Sure. Was there anything this episode that you felt, like, character-wise was out of place? Not really. I mean, just, the only thing is, we don't normally get, like, we don't normally get, uh, um, all the characters together, you know? Which you know, right. it's pretty cool that that's what we, you know, we got that, you know, because they they have, th- first of all, they did a great job with casting. So these characters, you're, it's great that we got to see them all, you know. Um, but would I say that there's anything bizarre or strange? I wouldn't say no. No, me neither. I feel like they did a really good job of making the characters very uh, have a lot of continuity. So nobody felt like they were written differently. I was really excited to see the gin. <coughs> super exciting. I, I thought that was awesome. I, I do. There's so many little things that I guess. I'll, Sorry. I'll have. To, it's okay. Uh, I'll have to kind of blog about because there are all these small things that I don't quite know how to process yet about like, well, why was, why did they have the gin simply? act as the guardian to the house on the rock and not participate in uh and i didn't actually even see him at the diner yeah i'm not sure if he was there or not um like there was little questions like that that sit in my mind that you know make me they just kind of give me pause about uh about some uh, some ideas that might be happening going forward but also uh that you know the one big death feels like that was so big for Mr. Wednesday and also big for the rest of the gods too like you don't just kill a really old god without some pretty major repercussions right and I'm not even sure that that was intentional I don't think that they actually meant to kill her she just happened to be there oh yeah it wasn't I don't I wouldn't say that they were Gunning for her, like, you know, she was the main target. No, not at all. They were just gunning for any god. But clearly they were shooting with the bullets that were the god-killing bullets, so... 
Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Yes, they did. So, all right. So, I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I did like the way that the that the uh, this, the episode ended. I I I think they did again as good of a job getting us in the feel at least for what is to come as they could have. I, lot, sure, there's lots of room for improvement, but uh-huh. it but it felt. I think it felt pretty good, so I, I can't say that I wasn't satisfied with it. I, I'm really pumped for the potential. So, you know, what I mean, I mean, shoot, you know, it's been how long has it been? Uh, two years. Yeah. It's time, right, for uh, for it, right? Well, it you know either it'll take off and it uh-huh. will be something really good, or it will flop. And I mean, one of those two options feels like I don't feel like this is the kind of material that can be middle of the road. It's either going to be really good or it's just not going to succeed at all. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's not going to be. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be one of those things where you, you know, like you were just saying, like where it's like, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm hoping that they did think that there was going to be uh, a ratings drop, and that they you know understood that they'd have to build the fan base back up. I really hope that that's the case. Yes. So um, so let me ask you this question. Um, going forward. Um, are there any gods that you wish get a bigger role than they did in the first season? Hmm. Boy, that's a good question. I uh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can say that I really hope that they expand on uh, both Death and Mr. Nancy. Mm. Because both of them have such central roles to play in both the society that we know and the society that we don't know. Right. And I feel like that has some really excellent story potential. Okay. I think those, I think those are the, the, I mean, everybody else feels like they're getting at least a, a, a semi fair shake. I don't, I don't know enough about the gin to be like, I'm really super excited about it, but I am so intrigued by that character. I I am absolutely intrigued by what that character represents. I think part of it is I just can't like put my finger on it. So there's this, I have this sense of awe about it. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the season and just see how how it turns out. And hopefully, you know, it'll end on a good note. I, I do feel really bad for Mad Sweeney in this episode. <laughs> I, I just felt so, I, I mean, it's, it's moved beyond him being, you know, just snarky. And it's moved into the realm of, oh, man, somebody needs to help that guy. The, 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 my favorite line uh, that he says is I don't need a fortune to tell me my luck <laughs> because he basically doesn't have any 
Not at all. Yeah. Because <laughs> Laura has it. It's right. Just, it, that was just so funny. And the idea that Laura's, that her fortune was blank. Ooh, that was that was super interesting. I liked that. Laura, didn't it make you want to? Didn't it want to make you read everybody else's fortune to see what they got? Yes. Yes, but that you know, they—that's one thing they do really well on the show—is they present these things with you, and then you, you know, get you excited for it. Yeah, I, I love Wednesday's line about the fortune. You know, it's opaque on arrival and transparent in the end. That to me is like, yeah, that's exactly what fortune is, right? Right. My, I I liked that a lot, and and the fact that Wednesday laughed at his own fortune also felt very Wednesday. Oh yeah, of course. Because that's Wednesday. Well, it's, and that's one of the reasons that I asked if you know, you thought that the characters were behaving like the characters and that they hadn't made any, you know, shifts and changes to them. But they, to me, it felt very authentic. Very authentic. No, no, I agree with you. Very authentic to, to what we, basically we've seen so far. Even Technology Boy felt, you know, like, yeah, he's still a little selfish boy. I, I, they, I just think they did a good job of picking up where they left off. So. Yeah. No, I agree. Very, very good stuff. So, uh, anything before we uh, close? Uh, go ahead. Well, hopefully by, uh, by the time that we watch next week, not only will we have some answers to some of the things that we're thinking about now, but hopefully they'll have expanded a little bit into the world so that we can get a better foothold into the story and, and really pick up where we left off instead of feeling like we have to kind of uh, rehash stuff in order to get where we need to go. The, I, I think we actually have. I feel like this episode was definitely just a, it was necessary, but it was a little sticky and a little bit slow. So I'm, I am, I, I have, I have high hopes. You about to sing that song, High Hopes? Yeah, no, I won't make your ears bleed. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, okay. well, all right, since you're not singing, <laughs> I ain't singing either. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. All right, Kente. How can people get you on social media? They can get me at Kente F on Twitter. They can get me at Kente Ferguson. That's K-I-N-T-E-F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N on uh, Instagram, even though Instagram is supposedly down right now. And um, also, you can uh, go to our website, IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. And you can catch me on Twitter, which, just as a Twitter blog, hasn't been down at all. That's it's right. It's been faithfully delivering content all day ah. at Following Bliss 1. Uh, and so until next week, we will see you then. All right. My new $4.99 sourdough patty melt combo with two types of melty cheeses is the perfect comfort food for the uncomfortable things in life, like guys named Ronald. There's just something about that name. Try my $4.99 sourdough patty melt combo. Only at Jack in the Box. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Small fries and small drink. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
When it comes to safety, nothing is more important than your vehicle's brakes. If it's hard to stop or you hear squealing or grinding noises during braking, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You'll find the brake parts you need from trusted brands like BrakeBest and BrakeBest Select at everyday low prices. Play it safe with brakes from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.